I have not been given a break recently, and I'll explain. I feel like you could probably know by the title, but just a lot has been happening recently in my life that has just been like constant stuff that is breaking me down and making me stronger, I feel like, but I, this recent event has fully altered everything. So, as you all know, my sister moved out, and that was hard on me, but I've kind of accepted that at this point. And then work has been really hard on me recently, and I've just had a lot of circuits of events that is just not giving me a break. And recently, a few days ago on Sunday night, um, my cat passed away, and we have had these cats for my whole life since I was born they were 18 and a half years old so I'm saying they because she has a sister but the one died and she was 18 and a half so she had a very very long life and a fulfilling life but it honestly the fact that she lived that long makes it that much harder because of all the memories and stuff that has been grown from childhood and so that just happened and these past few days have been really hard on me and even before the passing was really hard on me because I could tell like my whole family could tell that it was gonna happen at any moment because her health depleted so fast within a week she was like absolutely immobile almost. She could barely walk to the litter. She was like falling asleep right in front of her water and food and the litter box because she had no energy to walk anywhere anymore. And it was just really hard to see her like that. And we were all just praying and asking God to take her at any moment because we knew that like we didn't want her to suffer at all. And we also didn't want to have to take her to the vet to put her down because that would be like the hardest thing ever to have to watch that and to have to see that as well. And we just prayed that we wouldn't have to do that. So Sunday night, our prayers got answered and she got taken. Honestly, I was planning on maybe skipping this week's episode um, and doing this next week because it still is really hard on me. It's actually like really hard on me talking about this, but I feel like the sooner I do it, the better because I have feelings and I've reflected a lot on it this past week. So I feel like I have like um, open feelings that I could talk about that can help somebody else or just to help you be prepared or if something is happening. Um, but yeah, I have a lot to talk about honestly in this episode, so stay tuned. I first wanted to touch on that the timing of her passing was absolutely like unbelievable. I'll explain, but it was it was almost it wa- it was actually a full sign from God and it was just really crazy. And so my sister was at home for the weekend fully like unaware about the situation that our cat was sick we didn't want to like worry her or anything like that we wanted her to like come home and stuff and see it but we didn't want her to like worry when she was out of the town or like ruin her work days and stuff because we knew that she was coming so she waited to see my sister basically um 
And that's like what I feel. I could definitely feel that she did. She waited to see my sister one last time. And another sign of events, she also passed away at the time. Like we were at church and she passed away like exactly at the time that my dad was getting baptized, which was again, absolutely insane. Like during that time period that we were at church, she passed away sometime between then. And it's just crazy how the timing worked out and how like all the events led up to that. Like she could have, God could have taken her at any moment. She could have passed away at any time, but it was specifically that weekend. And it just, it I don't know, it was really touching and it was almost like a miracle and a sign of events. So that day is definitely, it will never be forgotten. I have a reminder every year for it. But of course, even without the reminder, I would still never be able to forget it. Because of course, it's the passing of my cat. She's like a literal child. Um, I know I'm young, but like, I feel like she was my child. Like I took so much care of her and she was so close to me. She was, we say that she was my cat because like she wasn't very close to very many people but she was really close to me and like she was always on my bed she was always with me and everything so we always say that she was my cat and it literally felt like I had a child and I love her and loved her with all my heart Another thing, which actually this kind of sucked, but I had two exams the next day and again, I cared way more about her than I did about my exams and about my other cat. So I did not, at that point, I kind of gave up on studying and I gave up on putting in effort. So for my math exam, I fully guessed on almost all of them. I'm like dead serious. There was 45 questions and I think I only like 100% knew about 10 of them, not even. And like people listening might be like, well, why would you do that? I could physically not study anymore. Everything I was reading off of my paper was just going right out of my brain. I could not focus on anything whatsoever. And I just didn't really want to at that point. I was like, I whatever happens, happens. I just don't really care. I had also my marketing one that day. That marketing one, thank God, it was actually amazing. And I, it was actually really good. So that one was a blessing. I'm so happy that that one went well. But my math one, I am not so sure about. And I just hope that at least I passed it. But if I didn't, again, it's not the end of the world. I'll still pass the course. So I'm not too distraught about it. But I just hope I get like a fine grade so my overall grade doesn't go down too much. Anyway, both my whole exams, I was like bawling my eyes out. And they're proctored too. So I had like people or like whoever was watching the recordings of that could literally see my face and could see the emotional damage that I was going through during those exams. I also was looking out the window quite a few times because like so much was happening at once which kind of makes it look like I was cheating but I literally swear I wasn't and again I literally did not even have the resources to if I ever even was thinking about it because let me tell you math is not my strongest 
like subject whatsoever so I wouldn't even trust my own work and notes for that so honestly like I couldn't even have but like I kept looking out the window which might have looked like I was cheating um so I hope that like I don't know I don't think that they would think that because I feel like they know especially in my math what if I get like half the questions wrong I don't think they're gonna be like oh she cheated um but yeah that was just the little trail of events after that also yesterday which it is now Thursday but yesterday was Wednesday and yesterday I had a social event <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that but I had a friend's birthday party to attend to and again like we planned this long before the events that happened long before my cat's passing and I was just like instantly what after a few like the day after that happened I knew that I was gonna have to go to a social event and I just really was not feeling it whatsoever and when yesterday came around yesterday morning I was really really not in the mood to socialize I was not ready to socialize and after that like hanging out and stuff I know that I'm not ready to socialize yet and I kind of feel bad because I did like gloom the mood a bit and I feel like I was a like party pooper the whole time but I just it was like the only day we could pick that we were all free for it and it's just been planned for a while so I didn't want to fully cancel but I just really could not focus I was disassociating like the whole time. I just felt out of body. I just, it was awful. Driving, because I was also driving. I didn't feel, I felt like I was floating. I did not even feel like I was driving, to be honest. I kept on like, not zoning out. I'm not being an irresponsible driver, I swear. I still like knew I was driving. And I actually, it was a pretty good drive. But there was a few times where I like, just felt like I wasn't even driving um and I don't know I really was not ready to be at a social setting so I had to go home early and I had to just separate myself and just be isolated a lot longer and I do realize that now that I'm not ready to socialize in big group settings and that also goes with work work has been very overwhelming for me recently ever since a few shifts ago um like the past six shifts have been very hard on me even last week like early on in the week when I knew that my cat was sick it was just really hard on me and I was feeling really overwhelmed at work and it's already a really overwhelming setting and a place to work so I everything was just making me feel a lot of anxiety and I had a full-on panic attack in, like, at work, um, on Friday, I think it was, or Thursday, or I think I had, like, I was crying, like, I've been crying at work the past, like, five shifts, but I had a full-on panic attack on Friday, I think it was, it was a really, really busy day, and I, was so stressed out I felt like I couldn't move I felt like I couldn't do anything my hands started uncontrollably shaking like really uncontrollably shaking I couldn't breathe like my heart was I started bawling my eyes out I was pacing the kitchen I could not 
I kid you not, I have never felt like this before. I started full-on panicking. I was hyperventilating. I couldn't breathe. I was bawling my eyes out. Like, it was so bad. I've never had a panic attack like that in my life, but I just felt so overwhelmed. And just the past shifts, I've just not been in the mood. I've been really depressed at work, and I don't know. I just really need a break off so thank goodness again I am going to Montreal I am going away from my hometown for like a week and a bit in next weekend to just get away to go visit my sister and to really just go away because I again I really feel like, if I stay here, if I continue working, if I continue at the pace I'm at right now, I'm gonna get nowhere past the grieving process because I feel so overwhelmed with life right now. So, I just need to be in a new setting for a little while. So, for those of you that don't know what grief is, it's basically the emotional suffering after you lose someone or something. Um, and also, pets are hard to lose, and anybody that says that, oh, they're just a pet though, or that says it's just a pet, people that say that, they don't understand, and I cannot deal with those types of people because it is not just a pet. Pets are literally like family, they are family, they are always there, they're innocent, they are literally like a full-on member of the family. You put your full attention on them. It is literally like having another kid. And not I don't know why I said another kid because I don't have kids. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Anyway, they are so hard to lose. It is like losing... It is literally like losing one of the main members of your family because you see them that often and because you've grown that much of a connection. Of course, this is on a case-by-case -case basis because some people aren't close to their pets. But throughout all my life, I have been so unbelievably close to my cats and I love them with all my heart. So I have put so much care and attention into them that losing losing my one cat it literally feels like a full spot in me is empty and the house feels so empty I like I hear her meows like I can't get that out of my head that I would wake up and she would be on my bed I would go to sleep and she would be on my bed like I have a stool that she would use to get on my bed because like she's old or she was old and her legs were bad so the stool was used like she would use it to jump on my bed I have not taken that stool off from beside my bed I'm keeping it here and I will be keeping it here for a while until I'm ready to take it away but now is definitely not the time also there's like litter around on the bottom of my bed where she would sleep that like is still there I have not vacuumed that up either and again I still need time I don't think I'm ready to do that yet there's like paw marks or something from the litter too and stuff there's just so many things that I'm just not ready to fully move on from yet and that is all part of the grieving process and it is fully okay to be going through that and to be dealing with that so for anybody that's listening that is in a grieving process right now if you're having the same things and you're holding on to things from that person that you lost 
then it is fully okay. It is all part of the process and eventually you'll be ready to move on from it, but there is no rush whatsoever. Another thing is that I've never really, I've been so blessed in all my years to never fully experience a death in my family, like a immediate family member's death. And this is like the first actual like huge huge death in my family that is hitting me hard and it is definitely really really hard so for anybody that makes it seem easy it's definitely not easy and it definitely will take a lot of time to get used to and I'm realizing that now because it is so not easy and it is the weirdest feeling ever and the thing about me with death is that I start to lose not the memories and this sounds I don't want this to sound wrong but I start to lose the sense of having that person or like my cat there almost it feels like as though they were never there in a way and that is not because I don't love them that is not because of anything it's just my way or like my body I don't know I can't even control it just sometimes it just feels like they were never there and obviously with my cat it's a bit different because I know she was there and the house is like very very empty this is more so with like not immediate family members that I just wasn't really as close to or was still close to but like I didn't see them all all the time but it's so weird and I d wish it wasn't like that but sometimes I it just feels like that and I don't know what's causing my like put my mind to go that way and to feel that but it's it's really unexplainable I don't know I don't want that to make it seem like I'm insensitive because I definitely am not and I fully still have feelings and like I go through different periods that I'll think about the person or I'll think about like memories and stuff and I'll like full on break down. But then there's other times where I like almost fully forget that there was ever a time that they were there. And I feel like that now that I'm saying it out loud, it kind of does sound normal because that person has passed away. So they're not there anymore. So it's almost normal to feel like as though there was a life without them there because they aren't there anymore and it like death is a weird it's like a weird thing to think that a person's there one minute and then they're not another minute so it's just really weird another thing that is like made it really hard is like the stage before death the stage where you know and you feel that it's coming um but it's like not there just yet and that happened with my cat she was like very sick as I said she was like barely moving her legs would like almost not crumble but like you know what I mean she was so weak in the legs she could barely move and she was just barely eating anything barely drinking anything um she was still eating and drinking just enough to keep her alive but it just wasn't enough to keep her like moving and like running like she was. And the weird thing is, is that just like a week before that, she was fully fine. She was like walking and moving 
still jumping on my bed, still whatever, and then, like, it hit so fast that it's so weird to think about that it was just a stage where it was just almost nothing coming from her, and it's just so, that was so hard to see, uh, that was definitely a hard feeling that I knew it was coming, but I didn't know when, and it was almost like, thinking every moment this could be my last this could be my last with her this could be my last make sure I take pictures make sure I take videos etc etc and I remember when I was sitting on the couch with her um the day that she passed away and it was earlier on in the day obviously and she it was before we went to church again and she was sitting on the couch with me I was holding her and she, I put my hand out for, like, her to put her paw in my hand. And she fully, like, she didn't give me her paw, but she clipped her paw around my hand. And she, like, fully, and then she dragged it closer to her. So she, like, fully held my hand. And that was so heartbreaking. Like, I am actually in tears right now. I can't even think about that without breaking down because it's so sad to, to think that she almost knew that it was coming and she just wanted like the last moments with her owner I like to say that I'm her mom because I literally like was so I always say that like she had her last moments with her mom um but like it's just so so sad and like I knew that when this was happening and when I was holding her on the couch that it would be one of my last with her because we were leaving soon and I knew that she was not going to be strong for very much longer so I knew that her body was just going to give out at some point. Okay now I'm going to be talking about more of the actual things about the stages of death and the stages of grieving and the first one is anger and I honestly it's hard to believe, but I honestly don't, and I haven't felt angry about it yet, because I asked God to take her, because I knew that her body was weak, and I had a full, I had a full life with her, so I honestly can't be angry, because she had such a fulfilling life, and I had spent, like, all my life with her, that I can't be mad at the timing that she was taken, and it was almost like, I, not that I asked for her to die, you know what I mean? But when I saw her sick there, I asked for God to take her because I knew that it was just going to be worse seeing her like that. And I didn't want her to suffer. I didn't want her to feel suffering. So I asked um for her to be taken. And so I honestly haven't felt anger about her passing. And I don't think I will because I feel like I'm skipping that stage because there's no reason for me to be angry. And I just don't see anger when I think about her. And most people feel angry because they feel like they didn't notice things sooner. They didn't notice if they were sick. Um, they didn't, they're sad they didn't go to the vet or something. But it's really hard to like hold that stuff against you because first of all cats are really unpredictable they can be sick for a long time and you don't even know it because they suffer in silence almost which is actually really sad but cats are really unpredictable 
and they could be going through something that you don't even know because it's not noticeable from the outside but like again my like my cat she was fully fine and then all of a sudden a week like a week later she was just fully like went downhill and it's like I almost like I'm not angry about not seeing stuff sooner or about the sickness because it's like again she was 18 and a half there she was gonna have to pass away at some point and now was obviously the right time that God chose for her to be taken so I don't have any hard feelings about that which I'm honestly happy that I skipped that stage because I feel like that could be a really damaging stage. But again, it is the stage of grief. So if you do go through that, it is fully normal and it is okay to feel angry and put your like anger or ask questions or do whatever you have to in order to go past that. Um, but yeah, the next stage of grief is bargaining. And this is where you try and search for like cures or a miracle, get second opinions, and you like wait for a miracle to happen and you just hope that a bad dream is occurring and that you will see them alive again. Um, and I feel like I've kind of went through this again because I do feel at some points that I did, like, at some points in these past few days, I definitely have been thinking that it was just a bad dream. I've woken up thinking that she was at the end of my bed. I went to bed thinking that at any moment she was going to come in my door and, like, meow and stuff and, like, jump on my bed. Um, I kept the stool there, like, hoping that she would appear at any moment, you know? So I have thought and, like, wished that she would appear and I've definitely wished that I could like hold her again and like smell her and kiss her because I love the smell of my cats and I just love like holding them. So I do definitely wish that. So I have been through the bargaining um, grief step and I don't think I'm fully through that yet. Um, but I also, yeah, it's that one's definitely a hard one too because you try and just rationalize and you try and just feel like it does it didn't happen and that they will appear and that it's just not real and I feel like this is one that everybody goes through and it is like one of the hardest ones because it's just doesn't feel real the next stage is denial and this is where you might not want to accept that the death has occurred um, you may dread coming home without your pet to meet you at the door. Um, you want to believe and convince that your pet is still with you. You almost like don't want to even think about getting another animal. You don't want to be like disloyal to your cat that you just lost or your pet. And this is 100%. I'm also in this one right now too. Um, when I come home from work, or when I did come home from work, I would always go straight to my room, or when I would come home from, like, anywhere, I would go straight to my room, um, of course, I would go to my one cat, because she's always downstairs, I would kiss her, and then I would go straight to my room, and I would cuddle and kiss my other cat, and I would absolutely love, like, I would love, love, love coming home to them, I would always, like, that would be the highlight of that night. I would love coming home to them and kissing them. 
and then just saying like hi and like saying that they missed me when they were gone and stuff and just it being a big event and that's definitely been really hard especially like the fact that my cat was always there through hard times for me so if I had a bad day at work I she was always so like understanding almost it sounds so weird to say but it felt like she was so understanding to that and she would like come up to me if I was crying and like it's like she knew and she would like rub her head against my arm or something and she would know they would just know when I was sad and they would come up to me and they would sit with me and my other cat now does that yesterday I was having a really hard day and the past few days have been really hard and whenever I'm crying my other cat will just come up to me and she'll sit with me and I know that she's having a rough time too and that's another really hard thing to see because I see her smelling where her sister used to be I see her going around and they were really close at one point near the end they weren't as close but they still of course they're sisters so they were still close and it's just really hard to see like the sadness in her eyes that her sister's not there anymore so I feel like I'm definitely part of this stage I feel like I'm definitely in the bargaining and denial stage in between both of these right now um I it doesn't even feel real I'm not gonna lie like it doesn't it, it's so weird to think about because I've had her my whole life but like literally my whole life and it's so weird to think that she's just not here anymore so I'm definitely in those stages right now but I'm gonna talk about the next stages too the fourth stage is depression and this stage is apparently the hardest and the longest one um you may feel sad hopeless and full of regret and you think that you may have done things differently to save your pet or to give them more years or you may be prone to like spurts of crying and sadness and wanting to be alone I feel like I am starting to get into the depression phase but I'm not fully there yet I'm still like just in the like trying to rationalize what just happened or trying to see not rationalize but trying to bargain and like deny what happened almost um but it's like it's so weird because I'm almost in all of these stages except for the anger one but like I also am going through them little by little but it's almost like I'm at all of them at the same time too it's really hard to explain but the depression one I hope it does not hit me very hard because I had a really rough like last year and like the beginning of this year so I'm really hoping that I don't get in a bad depression again because I I've been saying this too ever since she passed away I'm saying that I need to live for her and she would want me to live for her so all the decisions I make are the goals that her and I put together for myself because everything I did like when I was on my bed making goals and stuff it was with her and I would literally talk to her telling her my stuff that I would do so like I'm telling myself that I need to be strong and I need to live for her and play out the goals that I said I would do and of course it's going to be very hard not coming home and not telling her of my achievements um but I just has to be done obviously and I have my other cat now she'll <laughs> she's always been there for me too and I she's a little fluffball I love her with all my heart too and she could be that 
per that cat for me now too um of course it's like not fully the same but I need to be strong for her too and I know that she needs to be strong as well so I guess we'll have to be strong together that sounds so cheesy but it's like just the truth and the next stage or the last stage but I'm gonna add another one at the end um the next stage is acceptance and it's after many ups and downs you will finally accept the loss and you will start to heal and cherish the moments that you had with them you will be able to face the good and memories in a peaceful manner so like without crying and stuff and you will start to adjust your life to normal and maybe even consider looking for a new animal or a new pet and about the new pet thing, I definitely don't think I'm at the part, and I don't want a new cat, but I don't think I'm at the stage where I could do that right now, too, because I feel like then I would feel like I'm neglecting my other cat, first of all, and she needs a lot of attention right now. She just lost her sister, and I also just feel like it's not the right time, and I don't know if there will be a right time. I personally don't think I would get another cat anytime soon. But yeah, that's just for me. I don't think I could fully give my love to another cat when I'm grieving my other cat of like 18 and a half years. And then like with my other cat as well, that's also 18 and a half. Like she could her health could go at any moment too so it's just a lot I don't think I can add another cat to that about the acceptance stage though I also kind of feel like I'm in this I it's again it's weird because I definitely would say I'm in the bargaining and denial stage but I've also kind of accepted the fact and it's really a day-by-day -day basis some days or some moments not even day by day it's literally like hour by hour There'll be an hour where I'm like, this is not real. There'll be another hour will, where I'll think that she's going to be here and I actually like forget the, the fact that she's gone. And I think that like I'm going to, like I've oh, literally said her name thinking that she was going to come to me and stuff like that. And I've woken up looking down at my bed or like feeling my foot to see if she was there and obviously no. And, but there's also been hours where I like it's kind of am in my head I'm like okay this is my new reality I gotta accept this and I've kind of accepted the fact but I don't think I'm fully in that stage yet where I'm ready to fully let go and accept it and like look at videos and memories and stuff without fully breaking down um but there has been hours where I've like looked at stuff and I've laughed instead of cried and I've like smiled instead of been sad but again, there are those really, really hard hours and days where it's just, I can't do it and I just break down. So I'm hoping that the acceptance part comes soon. Um, I actually put her as my lock screen to like kind of help me with that so that I see her and I know that she's like watching over me almost. And I also have a little like coin um that is in my wallet that the cremation place gave us and it's like for when she for when I'm missing her I can look at that and it'll be like she's with me and I it's just a lot it's a lot to go through 
grief and to go through a death. So if anybody is experiencing it that's listening to this episode, I fully sympathize with you. I am so sorry for your loss or if you're about to go through that and you feel it coming, I am so sorry again and I just really hope you get through it and I know you can get through it. God really helped me get through it and he's helping me at the moment because I've kind of been isolating myself from many people. I just don't feel like socializing and at the moment so I've been talking to God a lot and I've actually gotten closer to him in a way. It's like the death of her. It's like our goal to like grow in my faith and stuff was almost strengthened because of her passing and it's that's just another sign that like is a truly a blessing and I know that like she was such a blessing in my life I would never wish for life without her and life without experiencing her but I also need to accept the fact that she's not here anymore so I just I hope that my faith just keeps on strengthening but for anybody listening my biggest tip my biggest tip because this is where most people get in a really really deep hole but my biggest tip is to not not fully look into the past and regret or be on the be hard on yourself so don't think to yourself I needed to I wish I did this more I could have done this I could have spent more time of course there is times where you might think that but you can't and it's as sad as it is to say you can't go into the past and you can't change that so instead of dreading the fact that you didn't and dreading the fact that you can't anymore just live for them instead and start focusing on the present and your future for them and realize that what you're doing could be living for them instead of almost dying for them you know because if you start getting in that hole of being regretful you're almost like a part of you is dying and you're getting into a depression state so it's just really not good for your health and that could last a long time so just try to get past that point it might be really hard especially if you do have a lot of regrets about how you spent your life with them for me it was actually I didn't have very many regrets. I took many, many pictures, many videos, so I couldn't regret, like, and say, I wish I took more pictures and videos. There was one point where, like, there's something that she used to do that I wish I took more videos of, and I wish I took more pictures of, but I think that I still have at least one, so one is enough. I don't need a hundred to look at the same thing. I have at least one, so I'm not going to be hard on myself for not taking more, when I have one and I am so grateful that I spent a lot of time with her and I was able to like spend a lot of time with her and hang out with her and she was really close to me so that I don't have that regret and I'm trying to also spend more time with my other cat now so that I also will build that like another big relationship with her too so I don't have regrets um But yeah, I definitely think that losing somebody makes you really realize um, to hold on to people that you truly care about and love because it could happen at any moment and you just really want to cherish the moments you do have. 
So I'm telling you right now, if your dad, for example, or if your sister, your sibling is asking you to do something, maybe instead of hanging out with that person that you know you might not be friends with in like a year from now or less, and they're just an acquaintance, maybe try hanging out with your family instead because you and of course I'm not saying you don't you can't have a social life but I'm saying if you're both free one day and you never really get to spend time with them or it's just like they really want to do something with you I say always go for family like always go for family because family is really all you not all you have of course not not all you have but family is really like who will be there for you when those acquaintances or those friends aren't and it's just really hard to like kind of regret not spending time with your regret not spending more time with your family and stuff so that's just my tip I also would say to allow the grieving process allow yourself to feel sad and feel like you just lost somebody because you did it is not easy it's gonna take time and you could just and to help you you could journal you could pray about it um I like talking to God about it just to help me and it really really has helped me and just writing down about it or like doing devotions about uh grieving that has really helped me on the bible app um and also I like to stay in the present and that's like what I just said before about not looking in the past but just staying in the present will really help you um just like live for the future and live for that person so that is all I have for this episode this was a really really hard episode to make and it was honestly really soon to do it but I feel like I was almost in a good mind to do and I have a lot of I had a lot of advice about it so that's why I did it now even though it's pretty new and I'm still grieving, but I definitely think that it was the right time. So as usual, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I actually really enjoyed making this episode and I felt really touched by it, even though it was like a really, really, and one of my hardest podcast episodes to make. I think it needed to be done and it was honestly really good. Um, I know it was a lot about like my experience, but I hope it could still help you if you're going through something like that and you guys can find me on YouTube Kiara Masney just like how it's spelled for my podcast and you can keep up with me there I will be uploading a lot more in the summer and I have an episode actually coming out soon about like quote-unquote like glow up for summer 2023 but I'm very excited about that and I will see you guys or You guys can hear me in my next week's episode.